The current spoiler warning level is Azure. Friends and folks, for this episode, you're looking at a spoiler warning level of Azure. We're talking about a series of machines from After War Gundam X and a little bit of discussion of a machine from the After War Gundam X manga. Um, but that's it. Please enjoy the episode. Hello, friends and folks, and welcome back to another episode of Mechanista and G. I'm strongly considering going to get a uh, Nashville hot fried chicken sandwich, and I'm Dylan. You're not Dylan. You're sick. It's, wait, was this planned? Uh huh. Okay. Uh, no, I'm Dylan. You're six. Hello. Oh, okay. My bad. Okay. I. The, completely bl- thrown off by that just i was like nashville hot chicken does sound good and then i realized you say you're dylan and i'm like wait no that's not true <laughs> that's impossible <laughs> search your feelings it's it's still not true wrong yeah wrong, wrong show hey uh we're we're gonna talk about robots it's mechanista and g uh-huh yeah um yeah. do you like robots dylan Yes. Okay, it's been a while. I just had to check, you know. <laughs> Maybe your opinion changed on things. No, I... Look. I was thinking the other day that I should add some things to Late UC that wouldn't be spoilery, but I couldn't remember what they were. There, I had that thought while there, I was working. Are, I was going to say, are there that many things? I, I probably was thinking of just, like... I think I was thinking of Moon Gundam stuff. Oh, right. That would, but yeah. Anyway, right now we're just gonna roll a die. Yeah. Uh, I will accept whatever result it is. Um, I I want to point out I've kn- I know that we got like what we got correct century like three times in a row, and I was like I don't want to do correct century, and then we got cosmic era three times in a row. I didn't say shit. Uh, well, listen. <laughs> Five, correct century. Okay, not many of those left. Wait, is it correct century? One, two, three, four. No, I can't count. It's after war. Oh, okay, okay. Which means there's only one thing left to do. I don't even remember which one's left. It's the NRX series cleanup. Oh, okay. Um, it's the it's the card jokers. Uh, all the jokers. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay, give me one sec. Let's see. Numerically, we would start with the Gable, the NRX-010. Yeah, NRX-010 Gable. Because, yeah, we talked about the Corel, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah we yeah. did. I was going to say. I'm pretty sure we did. Um, all right, the Gable. Uh, the NRX-010 Gable. Okay, so, for those who have seen Gundam X... The two sicko boys hire a bunch of sicko boys that all have their own little weird mobile suits of the week. And this is one of them. The NRX-010 Gable. It is Piloted a... by Milra Drade, the killing machine. I don't even remember this motherfucker. I look at this design and I'm like, I don't remember you. 
which is really funny. I I don't actually I don't think I remember what any of them look like now that I think about it. I hell I like the Corel episode. I don't remember what that pilot looks like either. I, I remember, remember any some of those of guys. Them. I remember some of them, but this guy, it's just like his design is like, what if we gave him as much hair as possible to cover up his face so he could just be hair and a smile, and yeah. an evil smile, obviously. But. Um. So yeah, this is a New United Earths, uh, or uh, what is it? Yeah, New United Nations Earth, New UNE, um, suit, um, and it's like all of the suits of the week that we would be talking about today. Uh, it's a gimmick one. Um, the primary thing that it has is no weapons, just, uh, some optional equipment, uh, which we will get to as I cover the suit. So for the head, um, I mean, it has a head. It's just, Mm -hmm. it's very funny because it's got a very tiny head. Because it's got, like, a normal mobile suit-sized head. The head is, um... You've got... It does have two eyes. Um, it has a... Kind of a double set of forehead cameras. Like, you have one where, like, if this was a Gundam, where the forehead jewel, you know, for the V-fin would be. But it is a camera. Oh, does that pop up? Because I'm looking at the main art of it, and it's... Ah, it pops up. Weird. Um, and then... There is a secondary camera on the mohawk, which this has a very tall mohawk. It, like, starts off and it just kind of swoops up at an angle. Uh, and, you know, it's, it's, it's got a very tall crest. Um, it also does have ve- uh, two vents on the sides of the head. And it kind of has, like, a, like a chin. This kind of feels like a fake Gundam, which a couple of these NRX machines do. This is just one of those mm-hmm. ones that, like... The head itself does feel like a fake Gundam. Um, neat head. Uh, the body. This is where it gets a little awkward to talk about in the way that we talk about. Technically speaking, what we would consider the body is actually kind of small. Like, for the purposes of this show. Because there's, like, you know, where the neck is and where it connects into is just this red piece uh, with a brown, like, piece behind it that is kind of like just a very bare bones chest um on the top half of the body now it is very minimalistic because attached to this chest are two absolutely gigantic arms and when i say gigantic arms they're big not not only are they big but like just so you know how far down the shoulders go the shoulders have cables that connect into what is technically the skirt waist piece, um, rather than the torso. Um, so you've got these two large shoulders. Um, they are purple. They have, well, the front of them is purple, I should say. There's like a front purple area. The rest is just like kind of like the same tan as the rest of it. Um, but, uh, you've got what look like pokeballs at the end of the shoulders, which those are the gimmick of the suit. Those are the beam deflectors, which we will Mm -hmm. talk more about in a moment. They, they look like sideways pokeballs to me. Um, uh, you've got like a fin on the, uh, back of either shoulder. Um, which God knows what that's for. It's not like this thing is doing high maneuver nonsense, but you know, it doesn't have to like stabilizers from armored core. Maybe they're just to balance the weight a little better. Yeah, that's fair. 
Um, that really needs it given the fucking size of these legs, but we'll get to that. Well, um, I guess technically speaking, you can consider those two large areas we just talked about maybe part of the torso because you do have a piece that comes off of these that are more like a classic shoulder, like it's a you know pauldron coming out of the side on either side. Um, and as you go down. You've got, no, not really any upper arm. Like, the joint and the upper arm are kind of one thing, right? Like, mm -hmm. it's it's weird. Um, this thing doesn't have the most maneuverability. Like, this has a 90-degree arm bend. Not because of bad joint design. It's just, this is literally how this is made. Um, it's just got, and it's got a gigantic forearm connecting into that arm piece. And then two huge manipulators. They're basically just bashing fists, though. Because if you look at them... It can actually tuck the fingers away. Um, I don't even know why it has hands at that point, basically. Well, I mean, so this is a machine... Well, okay, first of all, sometimes you need to open a door. Fair enough. Or lift a thing. Um, but also... But look at the design of the palm. It's not like those fingers are going to grab good because they're like... The, the palm sticks out so far. <laughs> you can do it with just the and fingers. And then it has a I mean, thumb. Like, yeah, I, mean, I don't I guess. think this is big of a problem. I mean, the, the fingers can curl around a lot. I think it would be fine. I mean, this is clearly an incomplete design, right? Yeah. You don't build a machine with no weapons. You just don't do that in the military. That's Yeah, no, nonsense. this is like a rushed... Maybe not even a rush. This is probably, like, given that it's just given to the sicko mode guy, probably just a thrown-out prototype, right? Like, something yeah. that they was like a proof of concept that is now, you know, in a warehouse somewhere, and then they gave it to this guy. Um... And yeah, so it's just, it's got two club hands basically for smashing. That's, that's its quote unquote weapon. Uh, so I'm trying to remember this. Um, it mentions in the history section that Drade was really excited about the fact that he didn't have any weapons. Did he forego weapons? Does this thing technically have weapons that we just didn't see? Or were, were Olba and Shagia like, I'm sorry, the weapons aren't ready. And he's like, yes even better i don't remember but i'm leaning on the ladder just given how all these weirdos were honestly. and also because shaggy and olba would absolutely not give him weapons they just want like you know anyone you know this is a ggp friendly episode so i could say like they just wanted him to die so <laughs> yeah um for the rest of the suit so the skirt area you've got one large front crotch plate like I said, it's got two little tubes connecting into the shoulders. Um, some pretty standard, like, um, uh, side skirts. Uh, no rear skirt, because the rear skirt, what would be there, is just all... It's not even a backpack, really. There's just a giant armor plate extending down from the torso, basically. This thing is not rotating the upper body at all, is the thing. Um... You've got two absolutely gigantic thighs, very rounded. Um, it's actually kind of an interesting thing, because the thighs are round, and then you have very square uh, lower legs, actually. Um, and just two giant feet. Uh, honestly, not a lot to talk about with this design, right? Like, Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it, it's a cute design. I like that it has two beam deflectors in the shoulders, which is pretty cool, just like generating a really strong barrier it's um, a it's it's a lot of missed potential i mean even even just on the show's part i think it would have been way cooler if this thing had like a beam drinker because 
beam deflection is not like a new idea for Gundam, right? Mm -hmm. Or like my favorite thing, which could have been, what if it layered like the two barriers and it just started like, like, like it it, it made it basically solid so it could damage things with the barrier, Mm. right? Like it would run into them or something. That would be cool. I do also just really like the idea of just, like, you know, you're shooting at it and the beams, like, first off, I love when you have, like, those energy attacks that get, like, vacuumed up, right? Where you see, mm-hmm. like, them, like, bend and get sucked in, and then it firing back two big shoulder beams would be really fun. I don't sure. know. Um, There's a lot of cool things you could do with this machine. Instead, it just sort of walks forward and punches things. Yeah, and it's, uh, it's in there for, like, what, one episode and gets blown yeah. up? So. Yeah, yeah. It does fuck up the leopard, though, or the leopard. I mean, um, that's because that's because it it does have very heavy armor, um, and yeah. so uh, Rollby's uh, decision is that clearly the only way to to damage this is to just basically stand it point blank and dump all of my ammo into this thing, and yeah. you know subsequently he. he uh, I recognize that fighting style. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yep. Uh, and so I guess after this, not, cause like I said, not a lot to talk about really w- with it. Would it be the, mm-hmm. what, Bertova now? Oh God, the Bertova. Yep. This thing's yes, fun. Bertova. This thing's a fun design. Actually. I like this one. This thing looks like a rejected Zanscare design, which, you know, Ishigaki. So mm-hmm. same designer, uh, piloted by, so this is the NRX 011 Bertova, another UNE suit. Uh, this one's. Piloted by Duet Landgraf. What does Let's this take a look, look at Duet like? here. I don't. Even oh right, remember. this guy. Oh yeah, this, wait, yes, this okay. guy who was like, who was like, who like, who was like super nice and loved the dog, except for when he goes sicko mode and then he hates dogs. God, I, yeah, I do remember this guy actually. I I love like specifically he drew the four of diamonds, which if you're trying to hype someone up, saying that they're a four of diamonds is not. <laughs> Yeah, like, that's a not a very impressive card, honestly. No. The suit though fucking rules, actually. So the the head is another like pseudo Gundam type in a way, right? Like you've got it has a distinct face. I believe it has two eyes. Let me see if I can get a better angle on the uh, face. Yeah, it does have two eyes on the head, mm-hmm. um, along with the fo- uh, the Mohawk camera. Pretty deeply inset, though. Mm-hmm. It's not like your normal Gundam eyes where they're at the forefront. Um, mm-hmm. Does have like the che- uh, the cheek vents, no Vulcans or anything though. The torso is interesting because this is a torso crotch combined part, and it's basically it, it, it almost looks like a blimp got turned into yeah. a torso. Yeah, like, you're not wrong. Um, it's it's very round, you know, and it like it has that kind of blimp like shape. Um, with the, the waist being like, you know, like a hanging canopy, uh, for the, you know, the hanging, uh, passenger area of the, uh, blimp. Um, I don't know what to call that. The, is it just the cabin, I guess, on a blimp? I think the, that's right. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, it does have two, like, Gundam chest vents implemented into this very ridiculous chest, though, which is very funny. Um, the shoulders on this one also gigantic. Um, actually, looking at it, um, the um, the shoulders also are where the weapons are because that's an easy place to put weapons. Uh, mm. In this case, these are full of micro missiles, so they open up and they fire a lot of missiles. Um, 
Coming out of the shoulders, at a very interesting angle, are the arms. The arms just look really weird on this suit, though, because, one, they're really long. Like, you can notice it if you look at, like, how far down they go. And two, they're kind of far away from the main body in a way that, like, I know that because of the way this is designed, this is going to happen. But you would expect that these would be a little closer to the body. It just looks kind of, the, the suit has a weird shape to it. I love it, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, a lot of the, I feel like a lot of these um, these NRX Joker suits have kind of like Mega Man aesthetic, mm-hmm, like Mega Man X, that. I would say, you know, kind of thing. Yeah, it's a it's a weird suit, and um, uh, I guess I should just mention just to make this all smaller because there's not a lot to say about it. Uh, it does have a monofilament uh, heat wire uh, installed on the uh, arms. So, yeah, or so, on the right forearm, I should say. So not only does it, yeah, like monofilament wire as a as a fictional weapon is a thing that people are in love with. I'm not aware of it being actually like feasible in real life, but you know, maybe. I mean, the theory is. I don't know if you could do wire. I know there's like monofilament, like oh, I guess, huh. There is mon- monomolecular wire. Uh, or no, it's been proposed. Sorry, it's been Yeah, proposed. I mean, the, the thing that, the, like, okay, um, I, I know, I know a... it comes up on knives, right? You could technically right. sharpen a, a blade to have a monofilament but edge. But the thing about that is it's the edge, and then the rest of it has matter it's there to still, back it up. Yeah. Um, And to me, that seems like, as, as not, a, not a scientist, but that seems like the problem with the monofilament wire is if you have a wire that is literally just, like, a molecule wide, that it's just gonna fucking break. It's gonna break, yeah, because usually you want there to be some thickness to it you would have to make Mm -hmm. it out of a very strong material Mm -hmm. um Um, perhaps fictitiously strong but regardless uh monofilament wire and that's already like you know a fictional sicko's weapon but this one's heated it it is heated too which is scarier feels almost unnecessary because if you've got a metal wire that is only like one atom thick i don't think you need the heat to go through things i think you're just gonna pass through things is the thing actually i wonder just thinking on it if something is like only one atom thick and it is a wire which means it's only one atom wide like all together would it if it were to pass through you would it actually cut or would like your would where it cut just like reform or rebond because of how small of a cut it would be I would think it. Would, I would think it would still cut. I mean, there are instances where it would not. Right, like you can like, like I just feel like certain materials. Right, like it would. I don't know. I'm mm, just... That's that's interesting. That's interesting. I I admit to being out of my depth here. Yeah, no, yeah, I, think... I don't know enough about science to think about th- to know how like this would work with like how materials are connected to one another. But like. Okay. Here's with, a mono- with a monofilament knife, like you mentioned, there's, like, a backing to it, right? So even mm-hmm. though the edge cuts, then you have the knife, which is, you know, the shape the of wedge. a knife yeah. that is wedged in there. And all it does is help that wedge push through. But without that wedge there, I'm just, like, I'm, like, would it actually just, like, your body or, like, you know, like, like, if it was on an arm or something, would it just, like, uh-huh. instantly repair or something because it's such a thin bit of damage that it wouldn't actually cut i don't know that i was ready completely i was ready to say that i think it would work just fine on like metal 
right? Like, I feel like perhaps organic material, it would work a little differently. But then I remembered the heated part. So what would happen is, like, it would you melt. cut an arm off and then weld it back together instantly. <laughs> yeah, because there's nothing dividing it. Uh, you would probably fuck up all the wires inside. Wouldn't that be sick if he, if, like, he it swung it and, like, slashed... It just looks like, like the arm is fine, but then, yeah, like, like the slash the shit out of... Work. Yeah, it's like, you slash the arm, and Gary's like, that didn't even do anything, and the arm just doesn't respond anymore. That'd be pretty cool, actually. <laughs> Yeah, but anyway, because uh, by it's the an way, anime, it's for cutting. Right, uh, at 6DETMAR, S-I-X-D-E-T-T-M-A-R, we know we are ignorant about this. If you either have fun theories or actually know what you're talking about, we'll read them on the show. Yeah. Again, I I don't really, like, I, I there are things I know about, but monofilament-related science is just not one of those things, so, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know. Um, anyway... Uh, oh, for the legs on this guy. Also really long legs, though they, mm, I think they're actually normal sized legs. They just appear longer because this doesn't have front skirts. Mm-hmm. I think you're like, right. It's just the legs are just plugged into the waist there and there's no skirts or mm, anything. Having built a bunch of like gunpla legs, it they are slightly longer, but they're also set higher up. They are. Yeah, they are set higher up on the waist. Um, I like this thing's design actually quite a bit. Um, It's mm-hmm. got those Ishigaki legs where like. The legs almost look like monostructural, like the way that they go together. Like when they're standing up, they look like they're just like a tower almost. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because like that comes I mean, up on a couple of his designs, like the uh, Magmanax and stuff. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, it reminds me of uh, some stuff from Victory. It also reminds me of the Talkies. Yep. Oh uh, yeah, I guess the Talkies does do that too. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's the just boots. It's very interesting. Uh, yeah, it's it's. It's, it's a good look, though. Um, you have some simple ankle armor. Uh, the legs do have some detail. Like, they have some uh, slits down the side. Um, like, thick black lines, which is kind of cool. Uh, there is, like, a separate knee area, though it's all panel lining. Like, there's not actually, like, a difference in the... It, it's all lines, right? It's not like you mm-hmm. see a 3D difference in the design. It's just detailed lines, which sometimes that's all you need. Um, and, yeah, the feet are... I mean, they're feet. They're gonna... Or, you know. Their mobile suit feet, I should say, where you've got mm-hmm. like the bottom shoe area, and then you've got like a little top piece. Um, yeah. Uh, this is a cool machine, though. Uh, the, the honestly, a, a monofilament wire or just like a cutting wire, basically, and then like a bunch of micro missiles. Better arm than the other thing was the uh, the gable or whatever. Um, this one's fine though. Yeah. Oh, I guess the monofilament wire does have one kind of a cool thing, right? Uh, the the wire is like invisible. I forgot about that. That's true because it's so small. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they only realize like what's happening because there's like the rocket that's guiding the uh wire. Mm-hmm. Imagine if it didn't have that rocket. If it just like had it on a spool and it just kind of launched it and just kind of just swung its arm around randomly, and they're like, "What's going on?" And then things just started getting cut. <laughs> I mean, you know what the like. Not that they're bound to logic, but if but since we're pretending we are, right? Mm-hmm. You know what the problem with that is? What? Okay, take a take a thread like a sewing thread without a weight on the end and try to swing it and see what happens. Oh, is it just gonna be? Oh, is it just gonna be like wiggly? It's just gonna be wiggly. It might wrap around your arm. It would. Oh not no! Go well. 
<laughs> It'd be really funny for this guy to have, actually. That would be a great way for that fight to have ended, is they just destroy the weight, and then he's like, and he just slashes his own arm off. <laughs> that would be pretty good. All right, uh, and then, okay, so we got the Gable, we got the Bratova, we already covered the Coral. Do we just we have, have the Rosvet? one left. Yeah, we have the MVP, the Rosvet. The true fake Gundam of the bunch. Mm-hmm. Um, so the Rosvet is piloted by Abel Bauer. Uh, Let's look at this sicko. I don't even remember this guy either. I feel bad. I just don't remember any of these guys. I remember I, the suit, though. I definitely don't remember this guy i i like the other ones like like i remembered duet. i feel like the episodes with these guys just just completely erased from my head even though i definitely watched them oh, i remember this episode i just don't remember this man yeah like i'm looking at like the the animation frames i'm like yeah i remember this um but yeah so the rosfet is a um the nrx 016 it's a you, you know new UNE suit um, and it is a fake Gundam complete with a flash system. Um, so to talk about the design for the head, we have the most Gundam-y head of all of these so far. Um, so the, uh, the head is like, you've got two eyes that are green eyes. You've got even a little section under the eyes. You have a face mask with two vents and a chin that's separate with a different color. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you've got the Mohawk camera. Uh, it's got that UNE style, like, in- commander antenna on it, where it's got, you know, like, the big bump on the, uh, Mohawk. Um, no V-Fin, though. That's, like, the one thing that this is lacking from a Gundam. It's just a V-Fin. That a V-Fin, this would just look like a Gundam, though. Um, it does have this, like, these, like, little yellow pieces. I want to imagine that that's the flash system pieces, like, to show that it's working. I know that uh, in actuality, it's probably actually the uh, the like little chest area, but mm-hmm. I I just want to imagine these little yellow things glow because that's just how my head goes because it just has all these random little yellow parts on it. Um, the torso is actually a pretty cool torso design. You've got a cockpit hatch that is you know red and prominent. You've got this little blue area on top, which like I said, I just my brain is assuming that's actually where the flash system is installed, just given the design. Um. You've got two halves of the chest, and it even has, like, a section torso like a Gundam, right? Like, you can see the clear section that connects to the waist that is separate from, like, the pectoral area. No chest mm-hmm. vents, though. Um, but, yeah, you have a left, you know, left and right pectoral area that come out of the middle, um, where the middle is all white. And then that is kind of like this teal, I guess? Like a like a gray teal, though? I it's a weird color. I don't know how to describe it because it's like it's gray, but it's got like a hint of blue in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, just a gray blue. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just a odd color, actually. Thinking on it, like just like looking at it, it's not one I'm used to seeing on like, not one I'm used to seeing as a primary suit color. I could see this being like a joint color or like an internals color, but not like or or even like a weapon color, just not the main suit color. Mm-hmm. Um. For the shoulders, you've got two large shoulder pauldrons. Um, the pauldrons are two-colored. You've got the gray-blue, and then you've got, like, an actual blue at the end. Uh, some little yellow ticks on it. Uh, the ends of the shoulders are open, but then underneath they have, like, a big armor plate in, like, a sort of white-gray 
uh, light gray, I should say. Um, mm-hmm. The upper arms are very plain, just square upper arms. Uh, the joint is kind of like the joints you get in Gundam Max a lot, where it's just like the, you know, square kind of joint. Um, the forearms are pretty cool. Uh, you've got a nice big elbow guard there. Uh, they're just kind of beefy, uh, mainly just because the area around the joint is big. Um, though still pretty nondescript overall and some standard manipulators, uh, just hands, they're hands. Um, for the waist, you've got, the waist is almost like a normal Gundam crotch area, but instead it it has more like a vent or intake or something rather than a, uh, like Federation V or anything like that there. Mm -hmm. Um, two front skirts though. Uh, two pretty standard side skirt. Oh, no, not a no. standard side skirt. I forgot. These side skirts are, if I look at the rear, are part of the backpack, so we'll get to that in a moment. Um, so And so no rear skirt, technically, because the backpack kind of encompasses Well, if you that. look, there's a little bit of a rear skirt underneath it. Oh, does it? Oh, yeah, it does have a plate. Maybe yeah, it's just, just, a little, just a little butt plate. Yeah, I'm wondering if it has side skirts then underneath those, like, tiny ones. It, it doesn't look like there would be space. You can see the, the legs thing. pretty well. Yeah, and there's not a lot of there's not a big gap between the leg and the um the little like you know side skirts provided by yeah. the backpack. We'll we'll we won't you know we're gonna have a separate conversation in a moment about the backpack. But the way the backpack is positioned, I believe it's a little movable, and the side parts, no matter how it was moved, would cover the legs. The back part would not necessarily always cover the butt that well. So yeah, um, uh, the upper thighs. Pretty plain, just uh, your standard, you know, squarish thighs. Uh, instead of having a dividing line down the middle like you sometimes get, though, it does have like a panel line, kind of at the front of the leg. It's it's a little weird the panel line area on this. It's just not where you're used to seeing it. Mm-hmm. Um, the lower legs kind of resemble the forearms actually. Now that I look at it, because like if you look at the armor surrounding the joint there, it's like that same kind of gray armor there. I wonder if um, we're to understand that when it bends extremely, it it separates at that point. Uh, maybe. Um, and then you've just got, like, a big knee piece uh, with some yellow at the end of it. Legs are very plain, though, overall. Uh, down to the fact that when you get to the bottom of the legs, actually, instead of having uh, ankle guards, this just has big bell bottoms where mm-hmm. you have a color separation, but no actual ankle armor. Uh, and then the feet are mobile suit feet. Nothing really different there, just, you know foot piece and then you've got the little armor on top uh for the backpack on this friend um you've got a big flight unit basically is what it looks like right like it's Mm -hmm. it's definitely like this is meant for flying kind of backpack yeah and it's not like it's it's in the flying in the tradition of like the ale striker right like it's very like you'll be maneuverable yeah you'll be maneuverable You'll be good, but you're not, like, you You can't, like, there's no, like, wave rider motor or anything to this. Yeah. Um, it's just, yeah, simple, simple flight mode backpack. Like, flight, as in atmospheric flight. Uh, I, I'm, but this work in space, actually, I don't know. Probably would, still. I don't think Pro- X, I don't think X cares as much about that space ground distinction with suits, honestly. Mm-hmm. trying to remember but yeah um I, I feel like it would be able to but we we can't be sure yeah uh actually you know what i can be sure and i'll tell you why in a minute 
Okay. It would um, work in space. Okay. Um, but yeah, its armaments are, it does have a standard beam rifle. It's pretty plain, honestly. It's just like a little boxy beam rifle. Honestly, it looks like, it looks like a grunt beam rifle. It's just very simple in design. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's got the little green scope on the top. It's a very boxy overall design. Um, it also has a beam saber. Uh, it is stored. It says on the main body. I don't actually know what that means. Just you're going to be excited about a change in a minute. But oh, we're going to have a going to have a fun. Uh, we'll talk about a variant soon. Oh yes, okay. Um, so uh, as mentioned, it does have a flash system, which means, of course, it does have bit rosvets. Uh, the fun thing now, is the bit rosvets look exactly the same as the normal one. Now this is that this is a technologically inferior machine to what they were making during the war, right? Mm-hmm. But they did have one good idea, which is like, what if you couldn't tell the bits in the main machine apart? Yep, which is uh, you know, the gimmick for this enemy of the week, right? Is oh, we don't know which one's the real pilot. We're just getting attacked by a shit ton of these things, and every time we shoot one, it doesn't matter. We're just getting attacked by all of them. So honestly, I wish this sicko had survived. Because this mm-hmm. thing was a fucking cool machine, and I think it would have, like, I think I would have been down for a couple of appearances of this friend. Yeah. Yeah, it's a cool, it's a cool suit. Um, and it feel again, it's like the most Gundam-y of all of the, uh, weird, like, sickos suits. Mm-hmm. Um. And, yeah, it's just a cool idea. It's very simple, it's just, you know, beam rifle and beam saber, and then it has bits. Um. But I do like it. I do think it's a neat machine. Um, in the manga, there is a Rosvet Beta, which is even more Gundam looking, which is kind mm-hmm. of funny. Um, we don't get a lot of that here. We just, it's just the one manga image. Uh, doesn't have its own article. We do have uh, illustration down below where we can see that it has the beam saber mounted in the arm now, and it looks like it could be used as a box saber. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it has a different, like, vent set up on the chest. Yep. And it actually then, has vents. <laughs> and then, thanks to a Korean blog, I can tell you what this is, exactly. Oh. This is, in the uh, manga version, this is what Karis pilots when they're fighting on the moon. Oh, okay. Which Instead means it must be able to vertigo. work in space. Okay. Which is funny, because there's another... Th- uh, well... Did we already talk about the uh, Gundam novel in the? Yes, we did. Yeah, in that, uh, it's funny that in uh, that later manga he ends up piloting the novel when he the novel is basically just the Rosvet Beta again, mm-hmm. a little different, but you know it is funny how similar they are. Uh, all right, so let's go through these names. Yep. The Gable. What does that mean? I don't know. What does it mean? I don't is know. I didn't just... have that one. I was hoping you'd have that one. The other two I already had ready. I, I fucked this up. <laughs> See, I I just didn't think about it. I just was like, uh, I don't know. It's Gable. Gables Damn it. are... Um... Aren't Gables like... Uh... I don't know. I don't know. I, I know. I know the word Gable. My brain is just uh, like... I know Anne of Green Gables. <laughs> Oh, um, fuck. it's not, it's not, okay. 
translate. Okay, a gable is oh, a it means, triangular it means, portion of a wall between intersecting roof pitches, uh, between the edges of intersecting It means pitches. death in Persian. Ah. Okay. Okay, so that's what that... Okay, so these have roots, uh, uh, other etymological roots than... Okay. Yes. Uh, okay, these aren't the, just nonsense Gundam names. Okay. The, the Britova is from Britva, which is razor in Russian. Okay, that makes sense, given the wire. Okay. And then Rosvet is also Russian. It means dawn. Okay. Because the dawn of a new type. Ah. Uh, so, okay. Yeah. I guess that makes sense. So, you know, okay. had a little fun with these names here. Okay. I just assumed they didn't. Oh, also, I didn't mention the Bratova's backpack. Uh, two thrusters. it's a very simple backpack which is why i overlooked it it's just two thrusters on the back it's just two thrusters it's not a very exciting one all right well um that covers the cleanup yeah pretty quick episode uh but hey we need to get them done um we do do we have any questions six this week uh, we do. We have a question that we can handle right now before we go into uh, spoiler talk. Oh, possibly okay. next episode. They were just saying like like oh, whatever next we roll next yeah, time yeah, could yeah. very well be spoiler. Um, have a question here from Vi. <clears throat> okay. I have a question, and this time it's not about opinions. What's the deal with cosmic era beam sabers and them not being able to do beam clashes? Was it ever stated in the show, and I just didn't pick up on it? Do they not do beam clashes? Oh, you didn't. Okay, then I actually have to answer this. Wow, that's unusual. I so I've been watching Seed, but honestly, I've been like half-ass watching it with uh, GGP because uh, watching two a week, I, I the show is kind of boring. <laughs> is the problem? <laughs> yeah. If you think about it, they're always blocking with the shield. I didn't even realize that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is um. So this detail comes courtesy of the perfect grade strike rouges manual where they explain that in fact the way the beam sabers work in seed they are not capable of clashing they will pass through each other if you swing them at each other really okay that's actually huh i guess hmm and this was this was an this was unexpected that the designers in cosmic like in canon in universe Cosmic era mecha designers, mobile suit designers, did not expect this to happen. And we're like, oh shit, I thought they would clash. Uh, fuck, we need to start giving everyone shields. And this is conjecture on my part, but maybe that's why you see so much of the same goddamn shield design. is because everyone's scrambling. <laughs> and they, they all scrambled to make the, the anti-beam shield. I actually never even noticed that. I just assumed, huh... Okay. Yeah, if you think about if you think about them fighting, it's just them swinging into each other's shields over and over. Yeah, well, half of that's because of reused animation, but sure, sure. And also, <laughs> I mean, and also to be fair, there's there's a fair bit of that, like when you see in Wing, when you see like Tall Geese versus Wing Zero, or no, more more Wing than Wing Zero, but yeah. <laughs> hit record okay i've hit record okay you'll see the mm-hmm. two things okay cool sorry about that folks 
Uh, I accidentally, I don't know if it was the space bar or what, uh, when I tabbed over to the window, I slid my hand for a second and accidentally stopped recording. Anyway, I didn't say anything no. important, uh, I, cause I caught it immediately. Um, anyway, that's just, huh. That feels like more forethought to seed stuff than I would have actually thought seed would have, cause seed can sometimes be very inconsistent with its technology. I mean, this is stuff from, as I say, this is from the perfect grade Strike Rouge manual. So Okay, so this is probably them noticing that they never had a Saber Clash in show and are like, oh, okay, we'll just say this. Probably. Um, I, I, maybe this is not actually them thinking it ahead of time. Like, if you time. look at the Gundam Wiki page for Cosmic Era technology and you read the thing about the Beam Sabers not clashing, it has three references and they're all this manual. I do think it's really funny that if you look on the uh, generic Beam Saber page for Cosmic Era, it just says, due to certain limitations, clashing Beam Sabers is problematic, and so a shield is a preferred choice. And I'm like, could could you expand on that? And you have to actually click here to do that. And I see it. Okay. Yep, it's all perfect grade manuals, either PG Strike Rouge or PG Red Frame. Yep. Yep, yep. Ah, clearly that's why the Red Frame has... Uh, the Gaburra straight. Actually, I don't know if that would help at all. No, probably not. You don't want to hit that into a beam. Well, it probably has an anti-beam coating, I would imagine. Oh, it might. Sure. So I. But if they pass through each other, it's but still. It wouldn't pass through that because it's not a beam saber. It's a oh, physical right. blade. If it has an anti-beam coating, it can actually block and it. And also, right? like, the think blade. if you've been trained to, to rely on like, okay, if you hit the shield, it'll stop. If someone stops it with a sword, you will, as a pilot, you'll be like, wait, shit. I wasn't prepared for this. Yeah. No, that would be, huh. I guess that would be problematic. It, it even, like, even, it notes here that, like, um, like, beam sabers can't be used for locking because also they don't have hilt guards, right? Um, That's really funny because, I mean, they don't in UC either. It's just usually where the beam clash happens, the beams don't slide mm -hmm. is the thing. They usually yeah. just... Well, I think Stop. that's partially because of the way it works in UC is, like, there is, like, you know, magnetic stuff involved. Sort, sort of, of like, But, yeah. like, if you think about it, again, with a with a, a Gabura Tetra, if you were to clash blades with someone, you do have a guard, so they can't slide down your guard, but oh, you could slide down... Or, yes, excuse me. But you could slide down theirs and swat the beam saber out of their hand with your help. <laughs> I guess, theoretically, the GPO-3 could, in fact, swing the Gabura Tetra <laughs> into a beam saber, but that's yeah. a different thing entirely. No, I was making a fun point about how the red frame is actually amazing at dueling, but... I hate I hate thinking about that. I hate that the giant katana is uh, the best weapon ever, it's actually. Th like, I can't believe it, but actually, this makes oh, this fuck, so that's why he also uses the uh, Kaladviches and stuff, uh -huh, too. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And that's also also because also because those aren't weapons; mm -hmm. those are legal tools for salvaging. You know, it all makes uh, sense now. Okay, that's fun cosmic era thing that I didn't know. Cosmic era is where I'm gonna have the most like blanks that I just like am not able to think of. Mm -hmm. Besides, maybe like something like G Reiko, where things just aren't explained for the technology. Um, cosmic era, though, it's really big. Is like something where like I. Every time we do a CE episode, I usually find out something new where I'm like, oh, I guess that makes sense. So, anyway. All right. Any other questions? Um, no, that's it for now. Uh, 
Okay. Dylan, where can people find you on the internet? You can find me online at LowPolyRobot on Twitter.com, where I either post Gundam stuff or video game stuff, one of the two. Um, yeah, you can follow me there. Uh, Six, where can people find you online? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at SixDetmar, S-I-X-D-E-T-T-M-A-R. You can find my work at ScanlineMedia.com or Patreon.com slash ScanlineMedia. And, uh, Tifa, I believe in God. Peace. Yay. Can I find the words to tell you How I live between the walls of steel and stone How I close my eyes to find some kind of rapture in a world where you can feel so all alone Inside I'm full of light and laughter There's a flame